Hey everybody, welcome to Where Am I Going Podcast, where we struggle to figure out what the hell we're doing in our 30s, our dating life, and navigating life trauma. I'm Cody. And I'm Christina. And here we go. All right, you got a icebreaker for us today, Christina? <laughs> um, yeah, um, I was meaning to ask you because you told me that you actually do... You don't have a problem dating women with children, correct? True. I also don't have a problem dating men that in their profile tell me that, you know, state that they have kids. So, I mean, I have to, I guess I need to be a little bit more clear on that. Sure. So, for me, I don't have an issue dating somebody who has children. Um that's not the issue. Um, if it's a kind of a naturally um, occurring kind of organic relationship. So what I mean by that is if I know this person, you know, I actually know this person, they're a friend, we work together, we go to the same gym, we whatever, right? Like there's a normal interaction. There was no intention of dating. There was no nothing. It was just a like, we got to know one another and eventually things kind of kicked off and we said, cool, let's hang out. Right. Let's see what, where this goes. That's, that's what I'm fine with. Um, if it's somebody on a dating app, I kind of steer clear from, and that's simply because on a dating app, there's always that kind of, at the very least an undertone of, you know, you match with somebody and no matter what, Rather, if you say, oh, I just want, you know, I'm just looking for friends. I'm just whatever. There's always that undertone that this could possibly be more than a, just a friendship or a hope that this is just more than a friendship. So in terms of like on dating apps, I would say no every time because mm -hmm. of that. Okay. What if you got to know this person and they omitted that information from you? So is this on a dating app or on like a dating my app? So like when they never said it happen organically. So like, <laughs> so like they never said anything at all in their profile or during our conversations or whatever. But then like somewhere down the road, they're like, oh, hey, by the way. They mentioned like, oh, I just did this with my kid. And that's super new to you. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that would be a huge red flag. First of all, whether it's early on the conversations or if it's you know, months or whatever of knowing this person, talking to him, hanging out, whatever, it would be a huge red flag. First and foremost, the reason being if in my mind, if this person really valued hmm, this fucked up, if they valued their children, they would have said it from the beginning. Um, but if they're keeping their children a secret, in my mind, they are not putting their children first. They're putting themselves first. And their needs first. And, and on, on a certain level, I think that's important. Put your needs first. Put your wants first or whatever. However, in my opinion, when you have children, if you have to, you know, if you have to go through hell while just to keep your children happy and, like, take care of them, whatever, that's kind of what you signed up for. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I'm not a parent, but I am a child of divorce. And being a child of divorce... I can promise you right now, I would have much rather had a mother who had said, hey, um, I'm going to hang out with my kids right now because they 
you know, whatever we've, however we express ourselves um, is a clear indication that they need me versus, well, got myself a new husband. (laughs) Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, you know, um, I want to spend time with this guy, but I have my kids. My kids aren't really happy with that. I'm spending time with him and just him. So I'm going to compromise and spend time with him and the kids at the same time. But at the end of the day, it was like, we just wanted to spend time with our mom. Yeah. So in dating apps, if it says they have a kid, you just swipe no? Yeah, I do. Um, Which is shitty. So there's plenty of times where I'll see somebody where I'm like, you seem like a cool person. I would be more than happy to be a friend. I'd be more than happy to be a best friend even just based off of, you know, the superficial things that I see um, in in the photos or in what they've said or whatever. But again, there's that undertone that, you know, you match with somebody and I mean, that's what a dating app is for, right? It's to find somebody to date, to be in a relationship, whatever. And so even those who are like wanting something casual or, you know, um, going with the flow, whatever, whatever happens, happens kind of thing. More often than not, I find people who they say that, but that may not be entirely true. They just don't want to come off as they, they want more. I don't know. They want more opportunities and I might be projecting. I don't know, but they want to at least get that opportunity and not close doors, you know, on possibilities with people. Uh, So this, okay. So this person that you've, you've met organically that you didn't think would blossom into a relationship and you find out they have a child. Would you say you considered, okay, I still want to date them. Would you rather that the child be younger? Let's say like from, you know, one to four or five or older where they like, where they speak and you could sort of, you know, have conversations with them. Would you rather the child be like a toddler or over six Mm. and why yeah no honestly my honestly my priority in that kind of situation meet somebody organically get to know them as friends kick things off um if we already know each other organically as a friend i'm well aware that they have children there would be no reason for them to hide them or hide that fact um and if they did immediate red flag anyways and that i wouldn't pursue it um the hard thing is that when you are dating somebody with children you're not dating just that person you're dating them you're dating their children you're dating their ex-partner who they had the children with and so you have to navigate obviously your your intimate partner and their feelings their needs their wants etc but then also the child's um and make sure that you're doing right by that child um and even if that even if what's doing right by that child is going against the we'll say the immediate um 
or in the moment wants and needs and desires of that intimate partner you're with. Um, but then it also, again, you're dating that ex as well. Assuming of course that ex is in the child's life and in that person's life, right? If they're not, um, then obviously you're not, but if they, if they are trying to be a part of that child's life, you're dating that person as well. On top of that, you're potentially dating the ex's partner as well, depending on, you know, their relationship. Mm -hmm. So really you are dating anywhere from three to however many extra people. Um, So what I would prioritize in that kind of situation is my relationship with the uh the parent who the ex as well as my intimate partner and then the child regardless of age of the child and so that's what i'd be more focused on it would be i am less concerned about the age of the child Mm. that being said there are obviously challenges with each if a child is very young say five and under as you had mentioned there would have to be boundaries established and and clear communication and reminders to a child that young where it is made clear that you know i'm i could be a a father figure but at the end of the day i'm not i am not going to overstep boundaries with what the mother and the biological father want mm-hmm. or how, you know, and what they've agreed to or not. Um, and that becomes hard because there is always going to be this, not always, more often than not, there's going to be a, the ex-partner could easily project their insecurities, frustrations, drama, whatever, onto, say, my obviously my in this situation, myself, because... I'm the new man or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so there'd be a lot of hard navigation there because this is a young child who is oblivious to uh, the intricacies, I suppose. Yeah. Whereas an older child, let's say, I don't know, honestly, an older child would probably be closer to like 13 and above. Mm-hmm. Um, anything like anything I'd say, even like, I don't know. Yeah. 13 and under. Um, I think there's a lot of development and a lot of emotional immaturity and, uh, and unawareness going on. Yeah. So like, I think I would say 13 and under is, was a young age. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody who's in their teens, would be a little bit easier in a sense to have that conversation of just saying, Hey, clearly I am not your father. You know, I'm going to do my best to give you the respect that you, or show you the, show you respect the way you you feel respect is shown to you. Um, And, you know, you can actually have that kind of more intellectual dialogue. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. 
but then again, obviously there's at that point, their personality has pretty much been established and determined at that point. So, you know, their mm, frustrations, anger, whatever, maybe more of projecting onto you versus actually an issue with you. Yeah. So honestly, I think, I guess after talking it out, I, if, if I were to prioritize an age, I think I would go with the older child Mm. only because then it is a, a relationship between myself and that child. Um, to work on yeah. versus, you know, navigating the conversation with a young infant, child, toddler, whatever, as well as the mother, as well as the father, as well as maybe the father's partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. So I guess that's in a long about way. That's kind of how I would mm-hmm. prioritize things. Okay. How about yourself? Do you have, I mean, have you thought that through at all or? Uh, I was actually thinking that a younger, if my part, if, you know, the person that I'm seeing had a child and they were younger, I I didn't give him much thought, as much thought as you did. But I, I assumed, well, if they're younger, it's probably easier. More in a sense of I can win them over easily Mm. because they're younger. And I guess it also depends on the relationship between my potential partner and their ex as well, especially if the child is so young. So, But I could see how an older child would probably be a bit better to navigate easier. Yeah. And that's assuming, of course, that the older child um, isn't dealing with trauma to the point where they're jaded or bitter anyways, you know, where, I mean, you have, you know, obviously children, especially when they're in their teens, early teens, especially, the most um, are already going through enough shit with identity, puberty, school drama, family drama, friendship drama, blah, 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 blah. Right. So they already have all that stuff going on. So hopefully they are of a, mm, we'll say stable mind for lack of a better word, Mm -hmm. better term of a stable enough mind where, you know, they're not just getting pissed at you because they're, proje- again, projecting on you whatever frustrations and crap that are going on in their life. That has nothing to do with you, but you are you can be an easy target because, I mean, that's the, that's the most, um, I don't know, rational scapegoat for whatever they have going on. Maybe, that, maybe not necessarily because, like, and I don't think it's that high of a thought of, like, I'm having a shitty day. Well, I won't blame it on this guy because fuck him or girl, gal, you know, but subconsciously there's the like, well, what's different in my life that could be causing this? You're new. You're different. It must be you. I've asked myself these questions 
regarding children because there have been times where I match with a guy uh, several times. And on their profile, um, usually under the children category or... Like if they want children or what their yeah, opinion is or whatever. Um, and you could say, not sure, have kids and don't want any more, have kids, want more. And several times it says, not sure. You know, the, the at least the, the men that I've matched with. Mm. What do you... So to interject there a little bit, when you read that, when it says not sure, what is your interpretation of that? that like what's your immediate interpretation? Oh, that they're not sure that they want kids. So they don't have kids and they're not sure if they want any. Yes. Okay. My Because there is an option to say, ha, I have yeah. kids. Have, want more, have, don't want more. Yeah. Yeah. And mine, like mine is set to not sure. Mm-hmm. Regarding children, not sure if I want any, not sure if I should have any, yeah. basically. Yeah. And you don't have any. And I don't have any. Yeah. So um, what I have matched with several men who say on their profile, it says, not sure. Mm. They're not sure about, and I take it as I'm, they're not sure about whether they want children or not. And it probably comes up in conversation maybe a couple of weeks after speaking to them oh i'm have to do this with my kid like what you have a kid yeah so that's kind of frustrating and i think that for the most part it's not like i don't swipe on people that say they have a child i have said you know matched with people that put on their profile that they do have a kid yeah and i'm like that's fine yeah and i've you know and there's and that's and that to me is a huge red flag i've swiped on people as well where um they will put something like unsure or open to children or what you know one of those or they won't put anything it'll just be blank and even those profiles, it's weird when I've, I don't know what it is, but I scroll through profiles and more often than not, I can just based off of how somebody looks in their photos, more <laughs> often than not, I can sit there and I go, you look like a mother. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I, I don't know if it's in their eyes. I don't know if it's whatever. I'm sure it has something to do with. Maybe because you're instantly attracted to them because you have um, issues. <laughs> maybe um possibly i don't fucking know um but i don't know i don't know because like obviously you know you know not to mansplain to you about pregnancy or nothing but (laughs) you know a woman's body changes during pregnancy and all that stuff and i don't know if if it's just like those weird undertone subtleties in the facial expressions or the slight wrinkles or I don't, I don't know. Or like, or like this, or I don't know what it is. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> that is so weird. You have a but, gift. I guess, but there's, there's, there's some. Strange... Are you usually right? I'm guessing. Oh yeah. <laughs> I honestly, I'm probably like 90% of the time correct. <laughs> Just straight up. So even though they have nothing in their profile that indicates that they're a parent, you will call it that, oh, this person's a mom. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, it's probably, this person's probably a mother. And then. 
by like their last photo or something, there might be a picture of a kid or there might be a picture of like car seats in the back of their car or what are their um, nannies? I mean, that's possible, but I doubt that there's that many nannies out there <laughs> um, because that's the other thing. So like I, and so I have matched with people as well where they didn't put anything on their profile about being a mother. And when I, when I swiped on them, I sat there, I'm going, I think this, this, I go, this is probably a mother based off of what I'm looking at. And I'm going, well, they didn't put anything. And I try to tell myself like, don't be judgmental. You don't know that whatever. Right. But when I'm right that often, I'm like, yeah, I guess I got a gift of telling this, mm-hmm. but match with somebody. This is uh, actually last year. I matched with somebody. We we're talking and they had asked me what my opinion was on. I think they had asked me what my opinion was on dating single mothers or something like that. And I gave them the exact answer that I just, just said here where Basically, in my mind, if you are a single parent, I'd say mother only because I'm dating women. Mm -hmm. But even if you're a father, if you are a parent and you're in the dating world, again, I understand people have needs. They have wants. You need to take care of yourself. I totally get that. But in my opinion, at the end of the day, the child is the priority. If hell or high water comes, like that child needs to be the one coming first you still need to establish boundaries and set expectations with that child so that it's not like the, so the child isn't, we'll say spoiled in a sense mm-hmm. to the sense where it's like they're throwing a shit fit because they don't want you to do something or go somewhere or whatever. Right. Every time. But there needs, I think there needs to be a, a like the child needs to be the priority at the end of the day right Mm -hmm. um and i think as a parent it's pretty easy to tell the difference between a child just being a little shit versus a child who is going through something and needs their mother or their father to cancel their plans and go okay there's something going on here you need me here i don't know what it is but i can tell the difference between just being a little shit versus legit separation issues or something going on that needs to be addressed and talked through and whatever because whatever right whatever the situation is whether it's whether it's because they're going out with somebody who's not their other parent so if you're a mother going out with a guy who is not the father or a guy going out with a gal who is not the mother like and the child is really upset about this that is something that needs to be okay let me pull this back hey let's reschedule I need to have a sit down and talk with my child Mm -hmm. and let them express themselves, you know? Yeah. Um, Fuck. Where was I going? (laughs) What were we talking about? (laughs) Um, So. uh, Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I don't have a problem with dating someone with a child, but Mm. I think you need to make it be known at the very beginning right at the start i don't i don't think it's just you once you're out in the dating world like you said it's not just oh i'm a single guy no i'm a parent out here dating um so that does bother me when all of a sudden they tell you 
especially when you meet them for the first time, you go out for coffee or whatever. Oh, I have a son. I hope that's okay. Well, what am I supposed to say? I'm sitting here in front of you drinking coffee. Like, just gonna, am I just going to walk away like an asshole? No, I mean, that's cool that you're your father. That's totally okay. <laughs> but I don't see this being more than a friendship. Yeah. Um, What a waste of time. Waste of time. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, crap. I literally was holding on to my thought that whole time there. <laughs> and then started listening intently to you and forgot my thought. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're good. It was just me. Um, it's, it's, you've had too much to drink. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, shit. What was I thinking? Ooh. Oh, so, okay. Anyway, I remember. So, what I told that gal was what I just said. Mm-hmm. And then we we're only talking online. And at that point, she more or less stopped talking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think she was offended, but I think she realized like, I mean, I told her where I stood and she, I'm sure she just realized like, well, if that's where he stands, this won't work, which is fine. You think that's her, do you think that's what she does all the time? Just like springs it on guys and see how they react, how how they react. I only based off of the little bit of information you've shared with me about when you've come across people who end up having kids, but yeah. they don't say anything. And based off of my interactions with people who I've talked to or matched with who end up having children. And also looking at profiles where I'm going, you're definitely a mother. Scroll, 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 scroll. Yep, I see all the signs. Car seat or child. You know, play toys in the background of your room as you're taking the selfie or whatever the fuck. Um, I think I rather, I know for sure is a, it's another level of difficulty being a single parent trying to date in this world, especially online. Yeah. Or just in general. So I think there is that mindset of, well, I don't want to say anything on my profile necessarily. Because I want to, I want to have the opportunity to have somebody get to know me as an individual and give me a shot versus see that I have kids and then shut the door on me and close off my opportunities. Hmm. That's my assumption, you know, on some level. I could be wrong. I'd be more than happy for anybody to write into us and tell (laughs) us, you know, that I'm a piece of shit and I'm wrong. Um, but that's my guess. And I, and I get it, right? Like you have a kid, I get it. Um, so your, your options are limited. You, you have to, you're navigating. If you're a good parent, man or woman, you are navigating people that could be creepers, abusers, pile of shits, as well as then trying to find somebody who is cool with kids, etc. Right. So there's there's so many more variables added into the dating world when you have kids. Right. So yeah. I understand it. You there's so much more shit that you got to worry about. Um. So I get that. Now on the flip side, so one of the reasons why I have I would have troubles dating somebody who had kids is there are certain things and experiences and moments in my life that I want 
to share that first time moment with somebody and equally in all aspects. Right. I know there's arguments like, well, it's the first time with you. It's like, okay. Cool, <laughs> well, I mean, it cool is. story. I mean, yeah, it is, but like, you know, just like, but it's not, it's not like that all encompassing, like everything's brand new. Right. So is that the same for if they've been married, previously married? Yes. You automatically, if it says divorced, it would be a very hard sell. Yeah. Yeah. But what if they just made a mistake and they were young and they, you know, people get married because they're stupid. Sure. Sure. You're not wrong. But (laughs) the energy and the enthusiasm of everybody else when somebody's first getting married versus a marriage after that, that, or after that, sure, people are excited or whatever, Mm -hmm. but there's still that like, we got to do this again. So that's what you're worried about. Other people's reaction to the wedding. No, it's, it's, I don't, I want, I want to feel that like everybody's in for like, I mean, there's not always going to be there. You're always, you could possibly have shitty in-laws or like. Exactly. But I mean, the people that are, you invite to your wedding are going to be super psyched for you. Sure. But that person that has already been married and they've already had that moment of like, oh, this is going to be my forever, blah, blah, blah. And then that divorce happens and it's ruined. Like, there's always going to be for me, like, you've already gone through this. Like, yeah, but you're their new forever. And what if, what if their family's like, I am so happy that she finally found someone who's going to treat her well? She no, that's fine. So, so what I'm getting, at, well, I guess what I'm getting at to make sure I'm clear here is like, there are certain things that my first time of whatever. I want. I would like it to be with somebody who are, it's a brand new thing to them as well. Oh, so so. But like, if I were to have a kid already, or if I were to be in a divorce or whatever, <laughs> then it'd be a little bit different because it's like, okay, we've both been through this. Like, we've both had that experience. Like, we've both. So you want to be just on the same level as each other on certain things, yeah. Like marriage, but yeah, but that marriage. It can be a mistake, you know, and then you find someone that you actually feel like, okay, I got married in the past and now I found this person who I want to spend the rest of my life with. I'm sure that I cannot find anyone better for me who gets me. And just because they are divorced, that makes them different. No, I'm not saying that. I'm. That's not that. I'm. I'm. All I'm saying is, there's it. It would be nice with certain things in my life to be in that same first time experience with that with someone. And marriage is one for you that you... marriage and children for sure. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I I think for me, um, children. Possibly, like, where I, now that I'm 32, I feel like, oh, I have to, like, get used to the idea of being a step-parent. <laughs> yeah. But I do think that the marriage part, I would like to be 
if I ever get married, if I even want to get married, that yes, I want it to be with someone who's never been married. But at the same time, I get that people make mistakes and I get that divorce. That's why divorce is a thing. Sometimes you marry the wrong person. So I don't I don't think that I'd care if they're divorced. So, okay, let's say, all right, we're going to get this a little bit personal on you. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm just saying, it's kind of like, so, it's kind of like when somebody has been in an eight-year relationship. Okay, this is where I'm going. Okay. I was not married, okay? Yeah. I was not married, but I was in a long-term relationship. I knew the guy for 10 years. We were together for eight years. Yeah. And we broke up and we didn't need to, we didn't need a marriage, but it felt like, you know, there's no paper that says we were together forever and now I'm divorced. I'm labeled as divorced. So why does that make someone else who is divorced different? You know what I mean? So would you not date someone who was in a serious relationship for 10 years? No, I would have. Well, okay. In general, no. No. You asked me, would I not date that person? So I'm saying no. So like, I would date that person. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I would date that person. Okay. The caveat being, if and this is only from experience that I've that I've had to learn this. If somebody, let's say they're 18, they've been dating somebody for 10 years. They're now 28. Things ended, right? That's the only person they've been with, yeah. all that shit, right? Mm-hmm. More often than not, in my experience, when I've met people who have been in long-term relationships like that, mm-hmm. they are seeking or looking or hung up on finding the next person who checks off all those good boxes from their previous relationship. Isn't that what we're all doing? But like they want that person without but the without bad. without the bullshit that that person has. Mm. So if the new person, the new people, person whatever that they're dating doesn't check off said <laughs> boxes, that this other person did, it's a red flag and it's no <laughs> and it causes drama and it's bullshit and it's blah, blah, okay. blah. But don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like, I'm not saying like, okay, this one person, they treated me this way. They did X, Y, and Z things like, I don't know, they folded my laundry for me. They helped me clean my house. They were attentive. They were mm-hmm. a partner, whatever. Those things, sure, they're good. Those are like the theme of that is good. They're there, they're caring, they're helpful, they are attentive, whatever, fine. But what becomes the issue is when that last person, like I said, folded the laundry, (laughs) right? (laughs) This new person doesn't fold your laundry. Oh my God. But that is something that they get tied up on of 
why the fuck wouldn't you fold my laundry? <laughs> and you're sitting there going, the fuck? Why is this argument happening? Yeah. You know? And then it's, well, either it's directly said or it's implied, well, the last person I was with would do it and that's, you know, somebody who actually cares would do that and blah, blah, blah. It's like, hold the fucking door. <laughs> like, what? I I completely understand only because when I, when that relationship first ended, you know, after almost 10 years, I was, I decided, oh, you know what? Screw this guy. I'm going to go hang out with people. You know, I'm going to go, I'm going to start dating. Yeah. And I started seeing this guy and he, he was so nice, super nice, um, funny, but even just the way that he laughed, I'm like, I miss this other douchebag's laugh, you know? It's not like the laugh that I'm used to, yeah. and I don't like it. You know what I mean? And, and you, you I, can, I can understand why it's hard to date with date people with a long-term relationship in their past. And like, I think it's great if people can go into those long-term relationships. I definitely think, think they on the whole can be more meaningful and they can be, I'm not saying they are, but they can be right. You might find somebody who you've been able to connect with um, emotionally intellectually sexually um you know uh same kind of goal oriented type of drive all that stuff but i find that if those relationships end there's a lot of naivety in there as well where there's been this bubble of bliss that somebody's been in mm -hmm. and that's the expectation that's the only thing they've ever known um and i'm not saying it's with everybody but but i think there's a level of you know naive this is how a relationship has to be this is how a relationship is blah blah, blah blah but like let's say the person you were with Mm -hmm. um we i mean i already know we both know um treated you pretty shitty there for a while um well, for a long while for a long <laughs> while yeah but let's say your entire relationship like that that was normal and acceptable to you and you're like oh that's just what it is it's whatever yeah. that's me whatever right um and then so so that's where your mindset is right and so then you break up and everything and you start dating other people and they're not treating you like a piece of shit, but like, we'll say, here's one thing that people have said to me is like, I'm not assertive enough. You tell me what to do. Why are you not telling me what to do? You're the man. You should be telling me what to do. <laughs> Very like, um, uh, old school submissive whatever they're submissive yeah but like their opinion doesn't really matter um their they their decision making is really my decision making um those kind of things so 
to me, that would be a form, at least borderline abuse in a way, depending on what it is, depending on what it is, where it's like, like maybe not abuse, maybe more like, um, controlling, controlling. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Like just like very old school patriarch, uh, patriarchal patri gender norms what gender norms thank you that's the word (laughs) anyways so uh, old school gender norms yeah the man says what to do the man opens the door the man orders the dinner the man orders the drinks the man the man the man the man the man blah 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 fucking man so (laughs) somebody can be in that kind of relationship but the man also buys flowers the man also rubs their feet. The man also buys them gifts. The man, blah, 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 does all these nice things. Sure, those are great things to do, mm-hmm. regardless of your gender, to you know, kind of show your love for this other person. But being controlling and overbearing and all this shit, like that's unhealthy. That's toxic. So if that's all somebody ever knows for 10 years in a relationship. And they go into the dating world, and now all of a sudden, a guy is sitting there going, well, what do you want? What would you like? You might find somebody who's like, oh, um, I don't know, because uh, uh, they're not sure, because they've never had that kind of control. Or they have the, there's many of, there's many of possibilities, of course, but like, there's also the like, well, you're the guy, figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I've had that happen to me in dating as well. I'm just like, um, I'm just trying to get your opinion and taking your thoughts into consideration. But so to me, that's a way of me showing respect, concern and love for somebody is taking their wants and needs or opinion on whatever into consideration. Yeah. You know, and that's, it could simply just be like, Oh, well, what do you want? What do you think? What are your thoughts? Whatever. And they go, Oh, I don't really care. That's whatever. Okay, cool. What if it what if it is whatever and that's fine. But I've given that opportunity to the other person to say, here's my opinion. Here's my thoughts, here's my feelings on this. Right? Yeah. If they don't have one, fine, cool. But I've done my best to go, I've at least acknowledged that you might have a thought on this. And I've given you that opportunity to express it. And if you don't have an if you don't have an opinion, cool, that's fine. I'll just go with what I want. And if you've if somebody's communicated to me, oh, I don't really care. Do whatever. Mm-hmm. Then it's cool. That's why I want. We'll do this. Fine. But I have come across people who like that is not being assertive enough, not being a man, not taking control, not a turn on, just a turn off, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then so they don't see that by me communicating that way. Giving that them that opportunity, that whatever. I mean, it's not like it's an opportunity that I'm giving, right? It's it's like just taking them into consideration. Yeah. It's not like I'm giving them the opportunities. I don't have any control or power over that, right? Like, yeah. that's there regardless of <laughs> well, my. Thank you so much, Cody. You're right. Exactly. Like it's not. It's it's like is is there for them regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have power over that, but then I don't open the door for them, or some shit. God. Right. That's what they get. That's what they don't. That's what they get hung up on. That I'm not showing that I care or appreciate or I'm treating them well or whatever. And in my mind, it's like I literally just acknowledged that you are your own individual person 
with your own wants and needs. And I'm taking that into consideration as we are making a decision as to where to go, what to do, etc. Mm-hmm. But but I didn't open the car door for you. Therefore, mm-hmm. I don't respect you or value you or whatever as a woman. And it's like, hmm. hmm. Exactly right. <laughs> so, and I'm not saying, and, and like to be clear, I'm not saying everybody who's been in these really long-term relationships when they from being a very young 18 year old up until almost 30 mm-hmm. i'm not saying all of them are this way no. i'm saying i've ran into <laughs> <We're not. laughs> no i'm just saying i've ran into enough of them you know to say that i think sometimes when you especially in the dating app world okay when i've ran into these people who have had those six seven eight nine ten year long relationships i've ran into enough to where they are so set into their their opinion or their their I don't know opinion their wants their, I don't know the word but what has been modeled to them from their previous one person relationship that that's what they're aim that's what it seems like they're aiming for still and mm, I don't know. There's not much. There's not much room for wiggle for that other person, that new person, to be themselves. And they're wrong. Like, and that's and people have standards, right? I don't think people should settle on their standards and their expectations of what they want in a relationship, etc. But, but I do think that people need to kind of lay off and like reflect and go. Am I being this picky because these are my actual standards or am I being this picky because this is what I know because of a previous previous relationship? And am I comparing this person to that relationship? Because if you're comparing somebody to another relationship, you have some self-work to be doing. Yeah, I definitely think that you need some time. You can't just go from that long-term relationship and jump right into dating the people because i think that it's gonna fuck things up uh just from personal experience yeah 10 10 years shouldn't or 10 years should require more than 10 days <laughs> even to recover even two months for me was too soon i yeah. was just i was still in that dark headspace where i was just because my relationship ended just so shitty yeah that and i definitely think your situation i don't think it was entirely unique by any means but i definitely think it was more unique than many it it sucked even when i think about it now there's i feel like there's always going to be some like a little bit of a unhealed sort of wound to my i don't want to say ego because i don't don't really feel like i have some, some ego but if you're aware of that I think it's I think it's important for yourself if you ever find yourself so okay a few days ago you had said you couldn't stop crying yeah and it's because you had just randomly thought of a really shitty comment that this pile of shit dude had said to you it wasn't really random it was brought on by what somebody that I am currently um, friends with um kind of said to me. More along the lines of, oh, I'm really glad we're friends 
I don't know if we'll be more than friends. And that got me in that kind of surprised me where that's good that you want to be friends. I'm feel like I'm a pretty great friend, but there were words that my thoughts shifted into. I wonder why he doesn't think that we could be more than friends. What is it that he's not saying? And I am too sensitive and self-conscious to even ask why. Yeah. And it's the thoughts in my head that my um, ex said to me about how someone like me will have, so much trouble like not so much trouble but it won't be easy for someone like me in the dating world because my personality however awesome it is is not enough for the world Mm -hmm. um which hands down i you've told me a few (laughs) really shitty things like i wish that was the shittiest thing i've that you've told me he has said your ex has said to you (laughs) like i wish that was the shittiest thing no but that is pretty fucking shitty yeah and it it sucks it sucks because um while you were dating by the way yeah (laughs) because um what what made me feel really shitty that day when you know i just kind of stopped crying is because i didn't ask why i didn't want to know why he didn't think that we could be more than friends Mm. but i went back to what my ex said and it's like oh this is probably why it's probably because um he's not attracted to me physically or whatever and i'm like this is probably gonna be an issue all the time for me because I don't know. I mean, I think I'm pretty cool, but whatever. So that day I was like, I felt hurt and I kept replaying the shade things that Max said. Like, oh, this is probably why, you know, he doesn't yeah. think that we could be more than friends. And so. But, but so knowing, so obviously knowing that this is something of a trigger for you, just the same as it might be for plenty of other people. Right. And, I only say this because we all have our own insecurities, our own struggles, and we we can't compare. It's not apples to apples ever, right? So all I can say, like what I know has worked for me, and trust me, it's not like it works every time by any means, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of one of those almost, I don't know, fake the confidence or fake the belief until it makes it <laughs> Honestly, right. I I firmly believe in fake it to make it because there are times where people tell me, oh my God, you're so confident. I love it. Yeah. And it's like, I'm faking it. Yeah. But the fact that you think that I'm confident makes me feel a little bit confident. <laughs> right. Exactly. So like, so at least what I know has worked for me is, so I, I mean, I'll speak for myself and it might be helpful for you or anybody else is when you find yourself realizing like oh shit i am being triggered obviously i don't like this i don't like this feeling this really sucks why am i doing this go deep into that and find out what it is you know like allow yourself to feel it but approach it in a kind of in a puzzle way where you you're feeling this emotional pain, but you're trying to find those pieces. Like why, what is this specific thing that is making me feel this way? 
you're not necessarily trying to solve the puzzle in this moment. You're just trying to find that piece so you can be familiar with it. So when you can, when you come when you finally get to that point to needing that piece to fix the puzzle, mm-hmm. you you know that piece. You're yeah. familiar with it. You you know it. You know it's you're intimate with it. But also in that same moment of trying to find that piece and identify it, take that moment to kind of step back and go, all right, how is this piece? That has triggered me. How is it wrong? How do I know what's wrong? Like I, I know this is wrong. This insecurity, this whatever. I know that this feeling that I have, and when I say wrong, I don't mean a like, what's two plus two five? No, you're wrong. I don't mean like you're wrong in a in a you don't know or like in a belittling and whatever it's a like something about this feeling is off Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be this way it is wrong it is wrong like if you're colorblind or you know or you didn't think you were colorblind or maybe you weren't colorblind at one point but all of a sudden you're looking at something like the walls that are here we know that they're gray and the ceiling is white Mm -hmm. but then one day you walk into here knowing that the the walls have never been painted everything everything about the space is the same the lights the the furniture all the extra crap in here everything is the same but for some reason the wall isn't looking gray it's looking kind of bluish and you walk in and you go there's something wrong with this wall i know it's gray but what is making it look blue I know it's not supposed to be blue or a shade of blue. I know it's gray. There's something wrong here. That's what I mean when I say it's wrong. It's not, it's not that it's, it's that something is off. Yeah. You know, you may not be able to say, why is this wall looking blue? But you take that step back and go, okay, something is off here. This is not correct. This is not how it's supposed to. This is not presenting the way it should be because I know for a fact that something else and step back and go, the entire day you can be in this room and it's blue the whole time. And you sit there going, okay, I know I know in my heart that this is wrong. Something is wrong about this. Yeah. I can't figure it out yet. But having that moment of being like this feeling, this insecurity, this doubt, there's something wrong. I know for a fact that this is not correct. I should not feel this way. There, I know there is. I don't know why I'm feeling this way. I don't know. I don't know what's necessarily i know what triggered it maybe mm-hmm. but i don't know why i don't know what it is about that thing that triggered me i don't know that but i know in my heart that this feeling is not correct i sh- like i should not have to i should not feel this way i know for for certain that this feeling is not correct yeah and it's not to get down on yourself but it's to recognize that you know in your heart for sure that that thing that's triggering you, you know for sure these walls aren't blue. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, they're looking blue to you right now. Yeah. And just keeping that confidence of like, I know for a fact they're not. There's just something happening right now that for some reason it looks that way to me. But I know it's not. Yeah. Because every single day I've walked in here and these walls have been a light gray, not blue. 
Nobody's done anything with them. I haven't done anything with them. There's just some perception going on right now that make them look that way. But I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. I never really listened to that voice that tells you there's something wrong. Yeah. I felt it for the very, like, for the longest time. And I never said anything out loud to anyone. I kept a lot of it to myself. Um, I mean, we could talk about it some other time, but I kept so much to myself. <laughs> and just like even little things, I feel like I'm so screwed up because even little things that, you know, when I was in a relationship with this fucker, um, if I'd give, um, say, I saw a post and it was like a friend of mine and I out loud, I made a comment like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. And I'd get this backhanded comment, like, like from him saying, well, you could be pretty too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's shitty. Like, oh, great. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Not, not him specifically, but in general. Obviously, you say that out loud, right? You say that in an open room around somebody else. Um, whether it's your significant other, best friend or whatever. And we can look at it different ways. You know, a best friend, sure, like they they may hold a little bit less weight as opinion as maybe your significant other. But w- what for you, one, is there a response that somebody should have to that? If it's there, if it's we'll, say, we'll go with your significant other. Is there a response that they should have to that? And if there is. What do you feel would have been a better response and why did you share that out loud? Oh, you know, sometimes you just make observations out loud. I, you know, like, oh, she's pretty. Oh, this is my, f- they, again, they didn't really meet my friends. They were, didn't really want to be a part of my, like, they weren't integrated with my life, you know, even though I tried, which is yeah. another red flag, you know? The, the, two, <laughs> the two seconds that I, I, I met the dude. Yeah, and... he had very little interest in... <laughs> doing yeah being around anybody else yeah and and i just made that comment like oh oh, this is my friend she's so pretty isn't she and and i i guess it could have been like yeah she's pretty that's fine um not you could be pretty too which is pretty shitty (laughs) yeah so 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 okay so if he had just agreed with you it would have been like no big deal whatever it's not like he what if like, what if let's say let's say i don't know let's say you're with somebody we'll, we'll take this person out of like kind of separate your answer away from don't think about him with your answer just think in general so if you're with somebody let's say let's say they are um friends with your friends um guys and gals um or acquaintances at least right they integrate as you were mentioning okay um so they're on facebook or they're on instagram again they're friends or whatever right and one of your female friends is on vacation on a beach or whatever has posted some sort of like bikini picture whatever right or posts a very nice dress going out in the town or whatever whether it's kind of we'll say classy versus like ratchet right like <laughs> that range right anywhere in between okay um and they're just scrolling you're hanging out on the couch or doing whatever and they they see it and they say to you like oh wow she's looking really good or wow she's really pretty or you know one of those comments okay. 
does that bug you? No. Okay. It doesn't bug you because to I... what what point to what point of some I guess to I guess what at what point does it bug you? I guess. It never. It doesn't bother me at all. I, I, I look at women and I think, oh my god, this this person is beautiful, um, or this guy is beautiful, um, and it's not it's not like i'm comparing them to me i'm just saying wow they they're very attractive and that's it and um i don't really under i guess that whole you could be pretty too was just unnecessary it felt like yeah um but that's the thing i felt like he'd do things like he'd say things like that often Mm. just things that were kind of cruel in a sense yeah it's not because when we'd be watching a movie and it's like an attractive person or we see an attractive person oh do you think that they're good looking i'm like yeah for the most and that's and that's why i was moving it to your friends because obviously a movie's a little bit different or celebrities only because i mean obviously like some people there might be like why would you even say that about some girl i'm right here right but then i think anybody who is stable I would say, oh, it's a celebrity who gives a shit. Yeah. My my best friend, one of my good friends, there might be a little bit of an issue. No, I mean, even I mean, I probably think they're they're attractive too. It's it's fine, you know, to to say, Oh yeah, they're very good looking, whatever, that's fine. But when you start to maybe sexualize them, I'm yeah. not okay with that. Um, so yeah, I don't know where we were going with this, but <laughs> um, no, we're we're a bit all over. It's cool. <laughs> We've been drinking. We're everywhere. Yeah, I guess we can wrap it up. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, we could. Ooh, I have so much trauma that there's so much, there's there's so much in here. <laughs> right. Cool. Um. All right. Well, I guess um, good talk. <laughs> cool story. Cool story. Cool story. See you later. See you later, guys. Um, um, hit us up on Instagram and say hi to us. And yeah, Instagram is where am I going pod? Yes. At where am I going pod? Um, how can they? F- you can find us on Spotify. Same thing. You're yeah, the one where am I up. going pod? Okay. And then podcast. Podcast. Where am I going podcast on Instagram or on Spotify? Spotify is where am I going podcast. Podcast. Instagram is where am I going pod. Yeah. Um, and then you can even hit us up on Gmail with where am I going pod at gmail.com. Um send us your comments, send us your stories, send us your shitty breakup stories and your how your um relationships are going. Yeah. Um, you know, what do you all think about dating somebody who has children? Um you know, what are your thoughts? Am I am I am I overly I don't know particular? Yeah, am you I? Are. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, you know, whatever. Just send us your thoughts. Uh, by all means, send us critiques. Send us uh, advice. Ask us questions. Whatever. Send us dick pics. No, I'm kidding. We're gonna oh, get Jesus so Christ. many dick pics now. I'm kidding. She's don't not. She's that. thirsty. Um, <laughs> you will be checking the DMs, <laughs> not me. <laughs> um yeah hit us up <coughs> um what else i don't know what else to ask or say um yeah 
Let us know um your worst date stories. Um Yeah. Oh, we play we play mini golf every single week and that'll be a thing we'll post about because well, Christina won tonight. Yeah, I did. I was so happy. I am happy. I'm so happy. It's like the first time she's won in It is the first time. Months. Fucking forever. 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 Yeah. This is the first time, yeah. Yeah, and that's because, you know, we made the rules fair of <laughs> no redos and all that shit. <laughs> Whatever. I won fair and square. I'm I'm really happy. Don't take this win from me. I'm not, I'm not taking it away from you. It was good. It was good. Good. Um. Yeah. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, give us your feedback. Hit us up on Instagram again. Where am I going? Pod. Uh, email us. Where am I going? Pod at gmail dot com. Yeah. Write. Sub- uh, write. <laughs> like. Like. Share. Su- subscribe. Um. On. On Spotify. Spotify. Where am I going? Podcast. Uh, talk to you all later. Later? later? <laughs> God, we've been drinking too much. Anyways. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Seizures make me lose control. <laughs> oh, shit.